0: I was dancing when I was 12. I was dancing when I was 12. I was dancing when I was out. I was dancing when I was out. myself right out the world. I dance myself right out the world. It's strange to dance so soon. I dance myself right out the world. I was dancing when I was eight. I was dancing when I was eight. Is it strange to dance so late? Is it strange? Into the tomb. myself into the two, I dance myself into the two, is it strange to dance so soon, I dance myself into the two. To understand the fear that dwells inside of me, what's it like to be alone? I liken it to up a love. Dance myself out of the woo. Is it strange to dance so soon? Dance myself into the two.
1: Well, that's a beautiful way to start a Friday. That's a great song. That's called Cosmic Dancer, and that's off our um, the latest release that we are going to be discussing today, which is the songs of Mark Bolin and T-Rex. It's an all-star release, and uh, it's called Angel Headed Hipster, and uh, I have with me um, quite a few people that have worked on it and I've also got my co-host with me. So I'm going to bring everybody into the room and I'm going to br- actually, I'm going to bring Tony Mann into the room and Mark Uselli, and I'm going to have them introduce themselves and also talk a little bit about this latest project. That's such a great feat. I mean, you can't believe all the people that played on this uh, latest release. We've got, you know, so many people: Elton John, Todd Rundgren, um, you know, Julian Lennon, Joan Jett, um, Nick Cave, which you heard the song "Cosmic Dancer" that we opened up with. And with that, I am going to bring in everybody into the studio. Mark, is that you?
2: I am here. Hi. How are you? How is everyone?
1: Great. Hold on. Let me bring Spencer in, and also let me bring Tony in as well. Tony, Hello, are you there. Tony? There you go. Uh, everybody. everybody's there, hey. yay, welcome, it's Friday, what a great way to start a Friday with an <laughs> amazing release, oh my God, I have to tell you, everybody out there, if you want this and you like vinyl, please get the vinyl, the vinyl is uh, it's just killer, it's white vinyl and it's gorgeous and uh, the packaging's great and uh, Spencer can talk about that but let's introduce Mark real quick. Okay. okay, let's do that first. Yep. Hey, Mark.
2: Yes, I'm Mark.
1: here. Yeah, Mark, you were very instrumental in this project and um why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about it and um what you I mean, you're you're a legendary. You've worked with quite a few people. And um are still working with a lot of people. So, why don't we go ahead and have you just talk about it? Who's laughing? Who is laughing? Sure.
0: <laughs>
1: Who is um, laughing? Please don't laugh. That's very, very rude. Go. <laughs> Sorry.
2: Okay, so my name is Mark Urselli. I was uh, the engineer on this project, so I had the tremendous honor and privilege to record and mix all of the artists in this record. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked in close association... With uh, Hal Wilner, who was the producer of this album. Mm-hmm. Sadly, Hal died of COVID in April. Um, but, and this is I'm his uh, last
0: yeah. project.
2: Yeah. Thank you. This is his last project. Uh, Hal started making records 40 years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. This was the summation of all the things he always wanted to do. Hal and I met uh, about 10 years ago because Hal was also the producer of Lou Reed, and I worked with Lou Reed for seven years. And so um, uh, Hal had me on board for this, and we started this project four years ago, recording the very song that you just played on the radio Cosmic Dancer by Nick Cave. That was our very first session in Los Angeles. Uh, Mark, i
3: got to ask you a question. Um, hold on I, one moment. You know, I designed a New York album. And...
1: Oh. I've got someone on hold, too. Should I unmute them, right. them really quick before you start talking about what you worked on, Sure. Then? Yep. Hold on one second. Sure, sure. Let me see. There's a lot of people. 310, oh, you're on there. Who's this?
4: Hey, this is Roland Bolin calling from Hey, Ro- Angeles. Roland Bolin.
1: <laughs> hey, <laughs> how are you? I'm so glad you're here. We have so much respect for your father. But um, uh, welcome to the show. And um, right now I have Mark talking a little bit about the project and about what he's done. So. Hold on, hold that thought, and we've also got okay. Tony Mann and myself and Spence. Okay. I'm sorry about that, Mark. Please continue. I just want to pick up right away when someone does call. I, the I wanted for to, the uh, show. I, yeah.
3: I, Holly, I was in the middle. I had to ask uh, Mark, um, I designed the New, New York album Magic and Loss with Lou Reed. Were you involved with those albums?
2: No, I was not involved with that album. That was before I knew okay. Lou Reed. I've only known okay. Lou for. The last seven years of his life is when I worked with Lou. Oh, okay. Um, that's mm-hmm. how I met Hal. I was saying and Hal and I made several records together. After that, this was the last project we worked together. Uh, Hal considered it his white album. Uh, yeah. Holly, the white album that you mentioned is actually a Beautiful. limited edition release. Yeah, There's, oh, I yeah. think, only three thousand oh, really? copies of that. Uh, really? So the regular edition? edition is. Yeah, the regular limited. edition is a black one. Oh really uh, And there's oh. of course the CD.
3: Well, got a special. So
2: <laughs> those who have the white one Are lucky Well I'm and, privileged
3: and, uh, I'm Well you
0: know what Mark I gotta tell you I
2: called the BMG And the girl
3: Yo, her name, I think her name is Yofu She works for Jason and she said Spencer I got some vinyl Here in the office you want me to send it I said yeah and that was the white vinyl Holly okay
1: Well, we know she's listening, too. So if you're listening, we are so grateful for that. Thank you. Um, What were you saying, Mark? I'm sorry. Let's go back to Mark and talk about this. Yeah, that's great.
2: Nothing. I was just saying, you guys, those who have the white ones are lucky because white uh, is the limited edition. And Hal also called this his White Album. White Album. It's been a privilege for me to work on this, and it was great meeting Roland on the other line uh, so why don't we yeah, let Roland yeah. talk Roland yeah, yeah Roland Tony.
1: Hey, how, Tony? how you are you doing? Tony? wait yeah, I have to I'll interrupt just, it, really? it, it, can I interrupt one second because this is what, what happened we have a lot of people here I just want to say real quick this show will be available afterwards on iTunes and on Red Velvet Media as a podcast if you want to listen to it afterwards you can download it and for BMG listening, we're grateful. Thank you. So, with that, um, let's go back. Yeah.
4: Oh, no, this I apologize. Is a, yeah, this is quite this is quite a treat. Yeah, nice yeah. to talk to you again, Mark. And um, you know, I had I was lucky enough to catch a couple of the sessions when they came out to here in LA. And uh, yeah, it's been amazing to see the response of my dad's music. You know, and just people this. You know, it's been quite an exciting year, especially with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as well. So I think my dad would be very proud of this and the, the fans and legacy and everyone involved and just the new, you know, hopefully this is reaching a lot of new ears and uh, bringing yeah. people back to his music, you know.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Yeah.
3: Definitely. Tony, Tony, what do you got to say, Tony?
5: Uh, hello, everybody. Um, this is an amazing album, Um Glad I got a white copy as well. Um I know Mark from, from the neighborhood. Uh he's a New Yorker as well here and uh I've done some recording in, in East Side uh studios, not with Mark, but um just some amazing people that, that uh participated in this and uh just a great celebration of, of Mark and T Rex and uh you know, um there's a lot of uh discussion on the internet about this is like, you know, the original, this is a departure from the original, whatever the case, it's just nice to have, you know, people talking about Mark and listening and introducing it to some new people that never heard Mark or T-Rex right? or they didn't, or they don't know they heard it, you know, whatever it is. So, um,
3: anyway,
5: you know, I consider, uh, you know, I knew Mark when I was a kid and, um, met Gloria when I was a kid and I played some music with Roland and, you know, these people are my extended family, you know, so uh yeah, yeah, yeah. really nice to see uh Mark getting more recognition and now rock and roll hall of fame induction and so on and so forth, but uh this is really great and uh you know, thanks so much Mark for your work on this and of course for Hal and uh it's yeah. a good tribute to uh to Hal as well now.
3: Yeah I wanted to say something about the compilation of the album. I've, I've heard so many compilations of albums in my life, if you know my music life, but uh, I'm sure Holly agrees. This is an amazing compilation of songs and also the musicians and the arrangements and the whole production of the album. It's quite an awesome feat. Uh, I don't know. Roland, tell us about that.
4: Well, you know, Mark was there. Like, I kind of came onto it a little bit later once the project um there was a I had a chance to meet up with them at the village when they were recording Borns, uh, Children of the Revolution and um then obviously I, I ended up singing a little bit on Ride a White Swan. But um it was you know, just kinda walking into the whole situation. It seemed like the, there was a lot of freedom there but then I you know, it was I don't know, it was kinda Mark, how did you feel about it like I mean, obviously, when it kind of built its momentum, it just seemed like it kind of took a, a mind of its own after a certain point. Wow.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's a record that evolved into what it is today uh, through uh, the eyes of Hal Wilner and took for three years of our work together. Um, and I think I would like to say that Hal spent, like for every record Hal has done, Hal spent a whole lot of time thinking about the order of the songs, and right. um, I think one of the reasons why Hal chose to open the record with "Children of the Revolution" and close it with "Ride a White Swan" is specifically because, uh, or in part also because Roland is on, was present at, at those sessions, and mm-hmm. we also mm-hmm. decided we end we for those who have heard "Ride a White Swan," the Miriam McKee and Gavin Friday to uh, that ends the the double album. You'll hear Roland sing at the end, and so I I think it's a way Hal uh, and I found to uh, pay tribute to the legacy of Mark Boland
4: through oh, the life beautiful. of his son Roland Boland. Yeah,
1: it is. Yeah, yeah that is that, really really chill special. Right now.
4: That's really touching. It's definitely very touching.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. That's really beautiful. Um, well, I wanted to ask, what is the noise in the background, guys, that we're hearing? <laughs> a little bit. Do you hear it, ben?
3: Yeah, it's a little paperwork or something. Someone shuffling paper or something. No,
1: I heard somebody laughing. I wasn't sure if the line oh. got. Okay. Oh, okay. But I now, where... so we have, I hope this is um, Richard Hold, calling in. Hold on a second. Let's see here.
6: Hello. Hello there. Hey. Is that you, Richard? Hey. Richard. Who's on line here? <laughs> We've got hey, everyone's is... first roll call. Ro- here's Ro-
4: here, Roland Bolin here.
6: Hey. Hey, RB. Hello from RB <laughs> to RB. <laughs> yeah, Oh, that's Very a good minute, one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Richard, you great on the album. Yeah. Thank you, absolutely. And, thank and you.
3: you and uh, Jenny Muldow, the the, the arrangements you did were wonderful. I just wanted to tell you did a, And I, I want to say to the people out there, uh, Richard had a lot to do uh, for me and uh, and Holly, putting this putting the show together with Tony.
6: Absolutely. Uh, I want everybody
3: to know that you're right. So I wanted we uh, t- Holly and I want to thank you for that, Rich.
6: Well, I think Roland knows that I will do. I think Roland knows that I will do anything for T Rex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: We've had some great moments. I mean, that, that's just one thing. And it's, oh,
1: that's cute. It's like
4: whenever I get out to New York, it's definitely that's a place where I've actually kind of filled a strong T-Rex connection to, and it's, uh, you wow. know. Me too. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, what more can you say at that point? It's, I love
6: it. Well, I love, the uh, you know, that we've gotten to know each other and that uh, that we've been friends for now for a long time, Roland. And, um, and you know, like for me, I, I saw – When I was in junior high school, I saw T-Rex, my first live concert, a first rock concert, because my first actual concert, I was 11, I saw Donovan, who I worked with, and who who Tyrannosaurus Rex did shows with. But then I saw T-Rex, and it's like that was when I really knew that I wanted to play guitar. I mean that was a big moment for me.
3: Wow. Oh yeah. really?
6: Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, wow. You know, Incredible. I like the Be- I liked the Beatles, all that was fine, but it was like another generation. T-Rex was a new generation.
1: Mm-hmm. And it oh, was wow. that's
6: what really grabbed me by the throat and just made me want to get a Les Paul guitar, which is what I play, and just, you know, and that inspired me. So, it I owe a lot of what I do now, everything that I do now to seeing T-Rex with Gloria in the group. Oh wow.
0: Too. Mm-hmm. you know,
6: with Gloria Jones and sister Pat Hall singing that sound and that particular uh, mixing of kind of rock and roll and soul music was very important for me. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting <laughs> that you said that. Yeah. That's really cool.
6: That's true.
5: That's yeah. True. This, uh, I just got the... this is a, this is this is Tony Mann. I just want to say hi, Richard. And uh, hi, you bring up a good point. Um, uh, Mark with, gloria and pat hall and uh his sound he developed uh it became a sound of a whole era actually because so many people gloria sang with little feed and on and on and on and joe cocker and everything and uh, the sound just was all over the radio and you know came out of t-rex really very important band
6: and you know a lot of artists uh you know because mark was soon gone and 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 he yeah. wasn't able to be to continue but other artists really picked up the man so like david bowie of course and and did uh records that kind of had soul influence too but really t-rex was first t-rex was a mm-hmm. first of many things many firsts i think in my mind oh you yeah. Know? Totally, yeah
0: totally yeah
6: yeah yeah very very trailblazing totally very trailblazing trailblazing
5: artist yeah. and uh as we know in the music industry, often the, the first people to do something aren't the one that gets all the attention, and right. uh, often the imitators, uh, you know, make the money or whatnot, whatever you want to say. it, But uh, was without a doubt, all the musicians, you know, loved T Rex, yeah. and uh, the hip yeah. and cool people knew it was cool. And now, the music isn't played out, and you can still discover so much music and diversity he created, and really get into all the different sounds. Right. It's like a yeah,
3: universe right. Of sound. That's true. That's true. You
5: know, that's
4: that's why I, I thought this record was real cool too because it did highlight the songwriting of my father. You know, of Mark Bolton, yeah. you know, my father. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it showed the different the evolution of his technique and his craft.
6: You know. It did, and I think it shows what a poet he was because the lyrics are also different and interesting and engaging. Mm. And. That wasn't always happening in the seventies rock and roll. He was writing poetry, and it came out in the lyrics. I mean, you you can. They're poetic, and they're int- always, uh, I, like I said, engaging. You know, it's like what, yeah. like even even like a, a song like "Get It On." I mean, it's still like a a very unusual lyric. I mean, they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
5: he was poetic. I was reading "Warlock of Love" today, which is Mark's poetry book, and that came out in nineteen sixty nine, and that was. Really ahead of its time, and uh, you read yep. some of this stuff, and it's just beautiful. You know, when you put it is. some of this to music, and it just hooks you right in. It
3: I, I wanted to say also that you were talking about song order, uh, uh, and 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 starting off with Children of the Revolution. When you put the album on that first song, is a knockout for the first song, uh-huh. right?
0: Uh-huh. I it it yeah.
3: leads you into the album of so many di- diversification, but that first song. That Hal picked to be the first song is amazing, right? To lead off. Oh yeah. When
6: I sang on it, he already knew that was going to be the opening song. I mean, he well, he sort of mentioned this might be the opening song when we did it. I mean, he was kind of yeah. already ahead of that. Yeah. Uh
3: huh. Oh wow. Thanks a lot, Ruth. You yeah. know.
6: And uh, and you know that's that song to me. I love I love singing on it. And to me, I I. I I recently did, like, on Mark's birthday this year, I actually made a version in my bedroom. I sang that song because I really <laughs> got into the lyric again and what it means now, like, the, he, what he's talking about. And I didn't really under At the time, I was, like, you know, hardly even, I mean, it must have been, like, 14 when I first heard that song. And wow. I didn't mm-hmm. quite get what it means. But mm-hmm. he's wow. really paying 14. to the 70s generation, like, we are smarter because of this 60s revolution.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
6: Look, we are the children of that revolution so you're not yeah. going to fool us mm-hmm. we know already we know and we're smart and you know we may bump and grind and you know you know all those lyrics are saying look i we can do we can <laughs> fool around and have a great time but you know what you're not going to fool us we are the children okay. of the revolution it, it really has a great message it's like a protest yeah. song you're
5: right yeah, you're right I it is with today's situation and uh you know i think oh, yeah. you know uh i've worked with it's in with Oh, With Gloria no. and Roland on the Mark the Mark Boland School of Music and Film, which mm-hmm. is in Sierra Leone, West Africa, you can go to markbolandschool.com and donate mm-hmm. and learn about the school. And this wow. is educating people that, you know, opening their mind to art and culture and doing something creative instead of making money some other way. Or at least opening your mind. Think for yeah. yourself. You know, so yeah. it's beautiful. It is great. It's
1: great. You know. I have a question for everybody here, and, you know, maybe we can go down the list, Spencer and I excluded, but um, let's start with uh, Mark first. Mark, you know, during this recording, because I know you guys talked a lot about the different feelings and everything, and I totally agree after hearing it, um, what moment in making this album really stood out to you and really touched you? And I'd like to ask each of you that, so why don't you think about it? what what really well,
2: thanks for asking you know, Holly.
1: Um, yeah no, I, I mean, a lot
2: of a lot of different sessions had a lot of mm-hmm. were loaded with a lot of different <laughs> meanings uh mm-hmm. for me specifically, the session with Nick cave had a special meaning because number first of all it was the first session that we did for this record, so we were going mm-hmm. in. maybe not quite knowing exactly what direction to take. And uh, Mm -hmm. I want to comment on what uh, both Richard and Roland said earlier about the songwriting of Mark Boland and the lyrics of Mark Boland. I remember specifically Mm -hmm. four years ago after that session that Hal Wilner said, turned to me and said, it is now clear to me that this record is about Mark's songwriting and Mark's lyrics. And I think doing a session, opening the record in terms of, you know, the order of the recording sessions, opening the record with uh, Nick Cave, who's a great lyricist and great songwriter himself, kind of gave a tone to the record, set a tone for the record. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so it was a very unique and special session. I'm also a huge fan of Nick Cave, so to work with him was a huge privilege and honor for me. And so I would pick that as maybe you know one of my favorite um, sessions. Uh, Although I have really many, many great yeah. ones.
1: Yeah. yeah, there's
2: many. There were many great sessions on this record. It was really a treat to be a part of
1: it. Well, we want to thank you for that. So let's go to Tony next, because Tony was my second, you know, second person to call in. Well, Tony, what, yeah. what? Well,
5: stood what stood I want out for what you? I wanted to, what I wanted to say to to Mark is that like this is herculean test like this is 26 tracks there's a lot of personalities here even besides the um the featured singers you still have people performing on these like budgie wayne kramer van dyke parks you have all kind of people involved in this um is there any is there any outtakes from this album there's 26 tracks on the album
2: yes there there were a couple of outtakes I don't think I'm at liberty to speak about Great those question. Uh yeah. or mm-hmm. why yeah. they were excluded. Yeah, that's uh, okay. But I but I will say uh that there are over hundred fifty musicians involved in this album over the twenty six wow. tracks that were that made wow. the final cut. That's and, major. Uh I think a word of Ish. regard about that goes to not only Hal for choosing those musicians, they were all Hal's choice, but also Mm -hmm. to Hal's uh, right-hand assistant slash lawyer slash best friend, Rachel Fox, who was the mm -hmm. one that really, you know, she dealt with all the contracts. She dealt with putting all these people, you know, in touch with, you know, with all the people that they had to be in touch with for this to happen. Think managers, lawyers, assistants, it's not an easy job. So Rachel was very instrumental in making this record, and it was really oh, how me, Rachel, cool. and Hal that were there from the very beginning until mm-hmm. the very end. Every meeting we had about mm. uh, credits to make sure everyone was uh, everyone's mm-hmm. name was spelled correctly and nobody was forgotten of the credit. Right, that right. was always the three of us, and it takes some, you know, it takes some uh, accounting and some note keeping oh. and some track keeping.
1: Oh yeah! Do you know what it's yeah. like to put yeah. this show together today with with Spencer and I? Spencer and I were going crazy. We've got everybody <laughs> yeah, here. We're, we're both so excited. really on it. We're really on it,
3: right,
1: Holly? listen, know, I wanted um, to bring up. I to bring what, wait, up wait, wait. something. Pence,
3: up. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. Pencey,
1: Pence. No, no, no. Hold on. Right in the middle, we were we were going to go to Ri- we were going to go to Roland, and then we were going to oh, ask go Richard. Oh, yeah, go so, ahead.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Yeah,
1: I want to hear this because this is really important <laughs> to our listeners. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um,
1: Tony. Were you finished would, with your
4: thought? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. Go ahead, Roland.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah hi, I, Roland. I'd I'd,
4: I'd say um, the Born session was really intense mm-hmm. for me, kind of because uh, he's such a he has a, such a unique voice to himself, and it was almost like when he went in, he was it was just he really he captured a lot of the song, but I don't know. There was just something really special about that, because he, he was just so professional, and it just brought, it was the musicianship, and everyone was singing and playing along to each other, and it was just like, snap. It was almost like, uh, I don't know, there was a lot of spirit involved in that, so that, oh, that wow. really kind of caught me, and it was a later track, too, mm-hmm. from, from my dad's later work, so it definitely uh, brought a little that kind of sound and that feeling, so... That was something that Aww. really uh, I realized. It was just great to see how and all them at work. I, I was just kinda like in the back of the on the wall but then uh yeah, it was just really you know, and every day when you get to digest the whole album and every day kinda you know, like my whole life listening to my dad's music, it's like you always can find and pick and choose a little bit something and there's always a song for a certain feeling you have or you know certain mood you're into
1: that's beautiful great you're very emotional about this whole trivia, i can tell and you know what's really great is you know a lot of times emotions bring us to where we need to be spiritually and also musically you know brings out the best in us and from what i've heard of you on this album it's pretty um pretty cool you're very you should be very proud of yourself and your father that's for so, sure. yeah yeah the, the, the,
3: i the, i want I want to carry the, that thought through because uh, two friends of mine were involved also uh, David Calderley, of graphic therapist, designed the vinyl and the c d and he was a judge in our making vinyl show, which had With Jack white and um Frick. David Frick, another great friend of mine, wrote the liner notes, which I thought were really good on the vinyl and the c d right uh, Roland, tell us about the liner notes that David wrote.
4: Um, I don't know how you go into it i'm 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 just i'm still kind of tripping about the music you know david wrote a really great either. yeah mm-hmm. David
3: wrote a great uh you know David Frick he's a yeah. very famous person uh he wrote a great uh liner notes that's on the vinyl about the history about mark uh uh just mm-hmm. in general the genre uh, and I thought I'd bring that up because that was a great writing on the album also oh, yeah that's
1: it. no. No, absolutely. You know who we haven't heard from is uh, Mr. Barone, our our, ah. our little magic maker, Richard.
6: <laughs>
1: you need to tell us. That's a good one. Do tell. That's good. What moment stood out for you? Because I know that you, every moment yeah. probably did because you're just so – you have a beautiful soul, and I can see how you brought a lot of this – by bringing this to uh, Spencer's attention and – you know, myself, it's really amazing all the, all what you did to help um, us both get this together. Thank you.
6: Yeah. Well, you're welcome. And it's my pleasure because I want, I definitely always, like, will have always done. Very passionate. Uh, mm-hmm. I've always, I've always wanted to share Mark Boland's music with people since, since I first heard it. You know, yeah. so that's, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, it's a part of my dna i was really happy to hear roland and i have always known this about how roland talks about the later <laughs> songs cause i really i think they're very important and beautiful and you know roland and i both love the the album futuristic dragon which was, which i think i had way ahead of its oh, time oh that album amazing yeah it mm-hmm. really is amazing and you wow. know i know that uh, roland, like dawnstorm which is the song that uh, born did on the record that That's such an uh, Sometimes an overlooked song People don't always hear that one And it, I think it's very important That somebody An artist with passion Did that good song point. Good um, point Very good point You know
3: mm-hmm.
0: And
6: and R- Roland <laughs> I know we, we've done uh, I, we, And I, I We did uh, Roland did uh, Ch- Ch- Chrome Sitar Which is not on this yeah, album But it's was... another great song From oh, that wow. album I you know I know, yeah, I know you love those, that
4: Those are things Oh yeah we are songs uh, that if, if they came out right now Would
6: Yes.
4: fit in or even you know people haven't even gone to that level yet sometimes I don't know I know yeah, we, yeah. No,
6: you're, absolutely we right. all, you're absolutely right
4: we all
5: performed uh, Roland, Richard Burrell, myself and a cast of amazing people including Clem Burke we all performed Chrome Sitar uh, at a right. celebration of Mark live and uh, it was incredible you want to talk about spirit and feeling it you know it's like you know we love Mark as a, as a person his vibe you know the the way he lived his life, and we just kind of brought it. You know, we we feel all that together. And when you hear this music, it just makes your hair stand up on your back of your neck. You know, oh. it's uh, yeah. it's really beautiful. And I uh, see Roll, I've seen Roland and Richard perform Mambo Sun in a really oh. great way before. And uh, you know, these are the kind of musicians that we're not technicians. We're playing with our heart. So that right. you know. Mark kind of invented his own language, his own vibe, his own looks. Nobody was telling him what to wear or how to be him. He just did it. You know, this is something you have to understand in this kind of age where everything's so put together and prepackaged. Yeah. This guy wasn't, yeah. like, doing something to be trendy and cool. He just would be in himself, and you're like, that it guy is him. cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I wonder if Yeah, definitely. You know? yeah. Tony,
3: uh, you brought an up Mambo's son and. Sean Lennon did a great rendition of Mambo's Son on the album. Yes, he did. And he did
5: it good on TV.
3: And another thing is that
5: um, Richard Barone has an effects pedal called Mambo's Son. So he continues. Right, the
6: like the, the Mambo's Son. Wow. That's my pedal. Yeah, yeah. The Mambo Sun. Well, well, with the Bongos were, you know, when I first started, and then I want to go back to Mike, the answer to your question, which I didn't answer, which is what my, my moments about making the album. And, and, yeah, and, I want to know. That. Yeah, but, yeah. but I will say that the Bongos, that was the band I was in when I first came to, when I moved to New York from Florida, and we formed the Bongos that were we were based in Hoboken. But our first hit on Billboard, on the Billboard charts, was Mambo Sun in 1981. Oh, wow. It was on the dance charts, mm. by the way, which is, I thought, very interesting because I think a lot of Mark's music is dance music. That's right. Music. It is. Absolutely right. We, Absolutely. we were really like a punk – we were kind of a punk band, pop punk, but, but our hit, our first hit out of the box was Mambo's Son by T-Rex, and that was in 80 – it came out in 81, exactly 10 years after Mark had recorded that song.
0: Wow. So wow. even
6: then my my whole thing was let's keep this music alive. Then I was thinking that. Now of course now we've gone in, now we're in 2020, uh, 2020 and it's like you know it's still being kept alive because it's it's great. It's just great. <laughs> There's no way to really not yeah. consider it amazing music, you know. It's
5: timeless it's timeless music, it the is.
3: lyrics are still
5: speak to you right this now. It's
1: going to be a classic. This'll
6: be a classic. This will, this and, will well, be a yeah, classic. Um, are
3: there any other songs yeah. you'd like to discuss on the album by the
6: way, because they're all just so phenomenal. Yeah, 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 yeah I just wanna I just quick, wanna say a few things about the overall I want, album and I, I wanted to just say, you know, I knew Hal Wilner's yeah. work I knew how through mm-hmm. Lou Reed. I, I met yeah, me I too. met Hal through Lou many years ago. I was I worked very closely with Lou Reed. He was a um, friend and mentor to me and when when he died especially after Lou died uh, Hal and I became friends then, more so then um but i had always been a fan of his uh tribute albums because i got when i was i must have been about 19 i heard his first album uh tribute was to the composer Nino Rota who wrote the music for for Fellini's movies and wow that oh, wow. was Wow. That already, I so I knew what what Hal would be doing with T Rex because that's very uh, avant garde. <laughs> yeah, it's very experimental. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. knew when when Hal was on board to do this album, I was prepared because I knew his previous work, and I right. knew that he's mm-hmm. coming from a point of view of experimental, avant garde jazz and like um you know experimentation, which. Yeah. Was also, and I just want to say this one thing about to connect it with Mark is that Mark was very experimental, and people don't always really understand that. But Tyrannosaurus yeah. Rex was a a, wow. avant-garde, really. If you yeah. listen to the first mm-hmm. two Rex albums the first Tyrannosaurus Rex albums that he made, it's pretty avant-garde stuff. It's it's out yeah. there. It's it's, yeah. it's 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 on the fringe, really. And then. Yeah. It still that went that way, move. and then, yeah. and then Roland and my favorite futuristic dragon. That's really very oh, yeah. experimental, also.
5: Mm-hmm. I love that mm-hmm. album too. I love that. Me too.
6: Album. Me too. I love that he was experimenting. He was not, and then people said, "Oh, they had a formula," but he was always pushing that formula <laughs> to the limit. Yeah, yeah, that's a good <laughs> yeah. point. Very good point, Richard. Yeah, you know, thank you. you know so, to say right so-
1: real quick. Yeah. Before, real quick, guys, before we go into, I want Richard to still answer his question to me. I want (laughs) to know, real quick, where can everybody get, I'm going to spell it out for everyone. It's angel, it's all one word, angel, A-N-G-E-L, headed, H-E-A-D-E-D, and then hipster, H-I-P-S-T-E-R. Where can we get that? Right now, and tell us about how we um, about the white vinyl and how somebody can get that if they want to get that too from BMG, right? It's really right.
6: easy to get because all you have to do is go to Amazon if you if you shop Amazon right. or you okay. can just go to cool. angelheadedhipster.com. Angelheadedhipster.com right. is BMG's shop for the record. You can get it in all the different okay. formats right at that Thank website. You for
1: that. No, that's good. And then, Richard, what's your moment, yeah. your magic moment?
6: <laughs> well, my my, ma- my magic moment for me personally on this on recording this album Was that I was producing a band in Red Bank, New Jersey Which is not that close to Manhattan It's pretty far, it's the Jersey Shore I was right in the middle of recording a tribute to Dean Martin, believe it or not With wow. a big band That's awesome. a, young, a very young Love. big band And they're awesome They're called Remember Jones mm-hmm. And they're, it's a band that I work with that, that are from there And I was in the middle of recording a session with Dean Martin's daughter singing, wow. backing vocals, when Hal called, when Hal called <laughs> and Hal said, I'm recording. I got it. Would you come into the studio to, you know, to do some vocals on the, these tracks, on some tracks? And I'm like, well, y- yes, I'm in the middle of a session. Well, I did make it. I did. I wrapped up that session. Oh, wow. Graciously, graciously, but very quickly. <laughs>
0: yeah, and well. I had to
6: grab a tra- I, And I had to grab a train. From Red Bank, New Jersey, right into oh. like Penn Station and then wow. walk and run to the studio and I got there. <laughs> it was a perfect timing and Jenny was waiting for me at the mic and I just put my headphones on and started singing.
3: Oh my god,
6: I oh, love it. Cool. What a story. <laughs> so you write it. But, a story. From a story. From the but train. that's what it's I'm saying. I'll do any, I'll do anything for T Rex. <laughs> if you would have called me and said do that for anybody else, I'd say I'm sorry, I'm in a session with Dean Martin's daughter. <laughs> but for T Rex I'm like, Okay, I'm there. Let me get on a train it's and I you know
1: it is. It's, you're it like could have been. We should have you're filmed that. But anyway, it was, it was, that's,
6: that's my favorite. That was a very special moment for me because I got there just in time, yeah. put the headphones on, and started singing Children of the, of the Revolution. And then I sang, on, oh, uh, wow. I sang on Lucinda Williams' track, and mm-hmm. I sang on Helga Davis' track, and on right. um, Todd, Todd of Rundgren's uh, 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 song, uh, Planet Queen. So many Planet people Queen. on
1: this. Wow, that's, that's fantastic, yeah. Richard. And, you know, there are so many artists. An all-star cast on this um, release, and you know, after me listening to it, it's two, two CDs and two rec- two LPs. Um, amazing. Hey, listen, I away. I got
3: to bring up something. You know, the the cut yep. with you two and Elton John really blew my mind. Also, the yes, both of them together. Right. You know, right? Mm-hmm.
6: They're all good. Every
3: the,
1: single well, uh, one adjust. is so special. It's a special gift each one.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd like to is.
2: interject real quick just to um uh, um for a minor correction because this is oh. Mark speaking. Uh hey, hey, Mark. is uh is not a website that has anything to do with this record. Hold on, hold on. Richard, uh, well, I'm, at, I'm I, at it right now. Let yeah. me see what it says. No, I know. I think Richard is thinking of uh the the uh, townsend music dot store, which was a website uh, that that had that has a, a sub page for Angel Headed Hipster. So the correct URL is angelheadedhipster.tmstor.es. dot uh, dot Yes. thank That's, you. Oh, cool. That's the direct okay. link to buy the record. Okay. But also, I'd like to say, we should really support our local music stores. I, for once, yeah. walked yeah. to Rough Trade in Brooklyn and bought a copy there. And mm. uh, when oh. I go into a record store, I oh, see that's if, nice. they awesome. have, if they carry that record. So I think, I I'll mean, you know, me, Amazon is yeah. convenient, You know what? that's of course. a
4: great, that's a really good point, Mark. That's That's exactly how Amazon is
2: convenient, but we should support our local record stores because that's how that's why we make records.
3: And and the other Uh, thing is, I got to tell you, I ordered the album on a CD Mm -hmm. on Amazon, Mm -hmm. and I want to tell you when you order from Amazon, they deliver it right away. There's no, Mm -hmm. you know, it's very—they're really good about sending out stuff
6: on music. You know. That's awesome. The local stores though, we love our local stores because we need to keep record stores alive.
1: We you're do. and you're right, Mark. We, I just
6: checked the website yes. when I put it in before, it did direct to the right one because my computer knew where I was going, but you're mm-hmm. right, it's a different the, the the URL is longer. It has to and, you, There's also com. but there's a few different versions, so check on that. People should check on that to make sure they get the right one. You're right.
1: And you know what? I want to say that I agree with you as far as supporting your local businesses because I think it's really important because we want to keep everybody doing music and, you know, if the stores are selling it and, um, you know, instead of just buying it online and just getting it, whatever, it's just so much more personal this way because you really do make a difference when you go in there in person and ask questions about it and stuff. Because a lot of times people know stories about it.
2: Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for saying that, Mark. Yeah, I'd like to say one other thing, Holly. Uh, I mean, it goes without saying that buying a physical version, whether it's the CD Mm -hmm. or the vinyl, uh, is is much better than streaming it. But it's uh, even more important in this case because – Mm-hmm. you are completely missing out if you are streaming it on the liner notes that mm-hmm. Dave Frick and Hal Wilner wrote, and of course on the credits. Uh, because this record it yeah. has 150, has 150 uh, uh, musicians playing, and the right. only way right. to see who those musicians are is to get the vinyl or the CD and read the credits. and Yeah, I, I ever, think,
3: you know what, I, I'm in a vinyl thing with uh, making vinyl shows, so you're talking to a vinyl guy here. i got to tell you, the vinyl is unbelievable. The recording, the
0: mm-hmm, sound it's of beautiful. the
1: vinyl,
3: to me, right, mm-hmm. isn't it, Holly? It's really beautiful.
1: Yeah, it is. And there's nothing like I, holding I a would. real product in your hand, like you said, Mark, exactly, that, you know, you miss out on the artwork, the liner notes, I mean, yeah, you get instant streaming, whatever, but you don't really get the real deal. That you can go back right. and smell and touch right, and, you, and can't, look at you
5: can't. Um, you yeah. can't remove seeds on a download either. So you know. On a
1: download? Yeah.
5: You can't remove definitely. seeds on a download. So you know, yeah. you have you have a you have a gatefold album. It's beautiful, and you you know you have Mark. I'd like to ask you because there's such diverse music on here. Once you mixed this, did you guys do a revision at the end because it, there's 26 tracks with so many different sounds and everything but it does flow together so um, talk about that a little bit
2: yeah thank you for asking actually that you bring up a good point the reason why Hal uh, wanted to work with me is the, and wanted to work with one person throughout the whole process <laughs> because it was important to give this album a cohesive sound, so it doesn't sound mm-hmm. like too many tracks from two Because it was recorded in a lot of different places, we went all mm-hmm. over the the world. If you read the liner notes, Hal even thanked me in a really cute way, saying thank you to Mark for schlepping all over the world with me and giving <laughs> the sound this record a great sound. But mm-hmm. it was important because it was recorded in multiple recording studios to make sure. That it would then have a cohesive sound at the end. So we mixed the entire record at Eastside Sound in the Lower East Side in yeah. New York, which yeah. is my studio, uh, where Hal and I did most of these, uh, all of these mixes and most and some of these recordings. And uh, to answer your question more specifically, yes, there were revisions. Of course, uh, Hal was uh, uh, one was the kind of producer that liked to uh, do a mix and. Um, and go with it if he was happy with it. Uh, but there are, of course, some of the major artists that needed to approve those mixes, and therefore might have wanted to change one or thing here and there. So mm-hmm. we sent the uh, we sent the artists that required uh, that kind of level of uh, approval were sent mixes, and we made a couple of revisions here and there. But the, okay. the entire album was mixed. Uh, by Hal and I. We were the only two re- people in the room when wow. we mixed it, uh, and that's that's how we worked. We were a great team working together.
5: Oh, I really miss wow.
2: Hal, and I think this is a great testament to his Absolutely. Uh, legacy.
5: Absolutely. Uh, yeah. It is, and uh, Eastside Sound is our jam, man. That's our local I know. Sioux Holtzman. <laughs> that's the place right there. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Great studio.
3: Yeah.
5: Well, you know, I got to tell you something.
3: And, uh, when right I first down. heard about the album, I was watching, uh, um, you know, I designed five albums for Joan Jett. I, I saw her Jeepster thing, and that's what I first learned about the album. And I said, my God, if Joan's on it, this album must be Monster because she's very particular mm-hmm. about being on things. And it turned out to be a Monster, this album, right? I mean, unbelievable. There's so even...
1: many people on this album that it's just incredible. And just I'm so honored to have the people that we have on the air right now with us. And, yeah. Yeah. you know, before we ended our show today, because I'm going to play that um, song again for us, for anyone that missed this show from the beginning, it's available on iTunes and also on so many major networks um, and also on Red Velvet Media. What I wanted to do was have each of you um, – Please maybe give out your uh, website and, um, so everyone could you know, know a little bit more. And we want to thank again uh, everyone for being here today, Mark yeah. and uh, yeah. Richard and Tony and, and Roland and you, Spencer. Thank you so much thank for you. being here. So let's ask, um, so uh, Mark, what's your website real quick um, before we end the show and I play the song?
2: Yes, I'd like to, I'll answer you uh, with pleasure and like to add one thing, if I may. Oh,
1: thank you so much, Mark.
2: My website is markyourselli.com, that's spelled M-A-R-C-U-R-S-E-L-L-I.com. I I would also like to mention that uh, there is a HAL Tributes website, uh, H-A-L Tributes.com, which pays Mm -hmm. tributes to the entire discography and body of work of Hal Wilner. And lastly oh, I would like to saying, mention uh, since since you are going to uh, play the song again you mentioned that Cosmic Dancer by Nick Cave is also available as a video that you can see on YouTube and the you, reason wow. why I point the reason why I point this out is because the video portrays at best the working style that Hal and I had together and uh, by that I mean we like to record real Musicians playing real music together. So when you right. look at this mm-hmm. video, you will see that everyone is in the same room.
1: It's a gorgeous video, in, including like
2: uh, including Nick yeah. playing the piano and singing. Everything was happening at the same time. The mm-hmm. only thing that was overdubbed at a later point is the clarinet. But everything else that you see there is what's on the track. The strings. Wow. Everything is in the same room that's the way we like to work and I think that's, that's good. a testament to real music real right. played performed music perform. and how important that is in the future Yep, I know I
1: it is a great video it is absolutely um, Tony what's your website
5: uh, you can just find me on Facebook Tony Mann or on Instagram uh, Man 13 wolf M-A-N-N 13 Wolf
1: and it's T O N Y M A N N. Okay, perfect. That's right. All right. Yeah. And then um and then Roland, what's your website? Yes,
4: yeah, so I just say uh Roland Boland Music on Instagram. And then if you look on okay. YouTube there are also some videos um some of my own music as well. And um oh, just to cool. kind of for future reference, there was actually a documentary being made around the same time as the album, so that's mm-hmm. Still in the works, but that is you know, okay. that's going to really show you the relationship that oh, that's really and, how great. I yeah. and yeah, yeah, and also just a lot of good interviews of what it meant for the artist to be a part of it too. So yeah, that's uh, that's something else possibly in the next step in the future. So well,
0: hey, Roland,
4: do you have, have any have idea, idea when the documentary when that will that be released? Out, the
1: documentary. I'm sorry. Spencer, yep. what is – what uh, Oh, exactly you, what you're going to ask him, Holly? I
3: think when is
4: the doc? Yeah, do you have any we idea
1: when
4: the have document is? Um, I have I have no <laughs> comments on that right now, but uh, okay. it's in the it's in the no work. Comment. So, Good. That Good. could no be comment. a <laughs> could be a follow- up <laughs> <follow-up> interview. <laughs> oh, so. yeah. That's great, role.
6: Nice lot,
1: bro. Nice to have, bro. We would love to have you back. And Richard, what's your website?
6: Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm at richardbarone.com. R I C H A R D B A R O N E dot com. But I want to mention one other website because there's an interview with Mark Orselli and uh, Eastside Sound Studios in the current issue of Tape Off magazine, which I write for. And uh, it's tapeoff dot com. You can read Mark's interview. It's a very good interview. It's really good, yeah. Okay. Perfect. But I'm at RichardBaron dot com and I invite everyone to come come visit me there.
1: Yeah, no, and everyone is on Instagram and um, also oh, yeah. Facebook. And both Spencer and I are on Facebook. And um, I wanted to make sure we had enough time to play the song. So, um, Spence, did you have anything more you wanted to add real quick because I need to end no, the No, I think
3: we're there. And uh, thank you for all being on with me and Holly, and uh, we yeah. wish you all the best.
1: Thank right. you well, thank so much, you. and and thank Mark, you. thank you for bringing such a beautiful project to everybody yep. out there, and yep. we want to thank everybody that was involved in it and everyone on this call that made the effort to be here today. It really meant a lot to both Spencer and myself and right. to our listeners out there, because I know a lot of our listeners really, really wanted to know about this album. So. Right. Thank you Thank so you for much for being here today and showing up. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And um again we wanna uh say go ahead, go check out, go to your local record store <laughs> and pick up a copy. You guys are funny, laughing at me. I just think this is funny. Okay, I'm <laughs> gonna go ahead and play that song. You guys are fun. This is a fun bunch. Oh, it's Friday. I was supposed to say this. Please do not drink and drive. It's Friday. And um, also, I wanted to say, um, y'all come back now you're here, okay? So I had to say okay. that. That's, oh, That's a private yeah, right. joke, okay? Hey,
3: y'all come right. back again. Yeah,
1: I know. <laughs> so here's Cosmic Dancer. Thank you so much, guys, and thanks, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. For being here. Thank you for having
5: Thank you.
0: me. Here you go. Hey, oh, you Bye, when guys. when I was dancing when I was 12 I was dancing when I was up I was dancing when I was out dance myself right out the womb Dance right out the it's to dance I dance myself right out the womb it's strange to dance so soon I dance myself right out the wall I was dancing when I was eight. I was dancing when I was a Is it strange to dance so day Is it strange? Into tomb. I myself into the two I dance myself into the two Is it strange to dance so soon I dance myself into the tomb. To understand the fear that dwells inside of me what's it like to be alone How I liken it to a The woo I dance myself out of the woo Is it strange to dance so soon? Dance myself into the two.